Hello, hello, here's Aggie again. I'm coming to you from Broadcasting Alpha and, of course, the Paranormal World Show. This video just came about on a very short notice, and it's just going to be my thoughts flowing coming to you. And uh, I'm going to talk about something that very few people actually think much about, and but it's very important. And that is that maybe we have more control of what happens after we drop the body here in the physical and move on to another reality. Maybe we have more control about what's happening over there. More control than we think we do. Because it appears as we have. And uh, we can draw those conclusions from people that have had near-death experiences or from astral travelers that has been outside of the physical and see what it looks like. Because there, there they are, and you can communicate with them. And I have to be honest, when somebody asks me if I believe in life after death, I have to tell them the truth. No, I don't. Because there is no death. So if there is no death, what is after? Well, it's really very simple. There's just a continuation of life. What we think we are living here is not really life. It is an existence, which is very difficult to see the difference between the two of them by the ones that do not understand the difference. So uh, there are hundreds of thousands of people who have had near-death experiences. And they come back with all these stories, wild stories about wonderful things. And once on a very rare occasion, someone that comes back and say, oh, I didn't like it at all. But it all seems to be depending on one thing, and that is what they believe, what they think, and what they do. Because we know there is something after we drop the body, because we have the videos, we have the recordings, the voice recordings, and we have the pictures, and we have the physical evidence of something coming into the physical by someone that is talking to us. It's called ectoplasm. And I think it was back in the 1980s, somebody in a spiritual seance 
they had ectoplasm come into the room through someone that was channeling. And someone took that substance as a white kind of like foam-like substance, and they took it and put it in a spectral analysis machine and tried to figure out what is it. Well, it didn't work. They couldn't figure out what it was because it did not fit within the periodic table of substances on Earth. So then what is it? It is an interdimensional substance that showed up in the physical. It came from somewhere. And then again, another way we know that there's something afterwards is that you can talk to an astral traveler. Everyone will tell you, well, if they've done a little bit of travel, they will tell you there is people out there. There's things out there and you can communicate with them mentally, mind to mind. So there's something after we drop the body. And even quantum mechanics tells us that we live in a mind-created universe. They've done scientific, repeatable experiments proving that is so. And then we find out that if it's a mind-created universe, we are the creators because we create what we have in our mind. What we think about, what we see, what we do, what we visualize, especially the thinking and the visualization with emotion. That is a phenomenal creator in the physical. So... If we know that we are creating by what we think and visualize and see and do, should we not only then realize that maybe we should change our thinking a little bit and think about good stuff instead of all the bills, the garbage that is happening in our life. Oh gosh, my mother-in-law, she said I was dumb and what are those thoughts doing in your mind? They're only destructive. Get rid of them. Because thoughts have an energy vibration that comes with it and is recorded in your mind and stuck like little globules of memory along the neurons. And they are there. And they start creating subconscious mind programs for you that keeps running all the time. And once in a while they surface and you start thinking, oh yeah, she thought I was dumb. Get rid of those thoughts, bury them. Or use Ho'opono Opono. Think about it and infuse love into the thought. When you do, it guts the negative vibration out of the thought. It doesn't take away the thought. It's there. 
but it doesn't have the negative vibration anymore, so it does not hurt you. So maybe we should rethink a few things. So what we think, visualize, and feel, and do, we create in this physical existence we are living here, as well as whatever we create here goes with us because of consciousness into the next existence. The illusion we think we are living here extends beyond the physical, especially into the astral worlds. And we have free will. So let's visit just one concept here. Uh, many people have memories, including me, of before they were born. They made an agreement about who your parents are going to be, what you're going to do when you grow up, certain major incidents in your life you have agreed to come here and experience. <clears throat> that is free will. So, when you are here, you don't remember that normally. You just, all these things happen. It's a no, did I really do this? That was stupid. You have all these forms of thought enveloping incidents, which seems to strengthen the incidents, whether it is good or whether it is not so good. So we should again start changing our thinking a little bit, our visualized images that we keep in our mind. And how do we do that? There's many videos on Broadcast Team Alpha that explains how, especially some of the stuff that Nori has been talking about. So if we have an experience where we for a short moment, expire, I'm trying not to use the word die, but if we die here and go to the so-called afterlife, have experience, come back and remember them and then talk about it. This is something that should be taken serious because it is. And Whatever we see here in the Western world seem to be somewhat similar for many of them. You see that tunnel and you find yourself floating through it. At the other end of the tunnel, there usually is someone there, like your mom if she passed on, or your dad or your spouse or someone that you love and care for. They are there to meet you. Very often they tell you, sorry, you can't come here. It's not your time yet. That was an accident. It wasn't planned. Just go on back. You have more work to do. And poof, they're back in the body. Or they could be taken into a lit up situation where there was somebody there with them and they are shown wonderful things. They're shown their timeline past and forward and say, if you decide to stay here, 
you're not going back and this is what you're going to miss out on if you were to go back there are different situations for different people but these things happen and here in the west we seem that when we're going through the tunnel or we're all dressed the same. We're kind of Western clothing, you know, and we, we, we're similar. But it's not that way. If you are in Saudi Arabia, they have near-death experiences too, but they hardly ever talk about it because that's not a good thing in their religion. Of course, it isn't in the Christian religion either if you're buried in that religious dogma. But they are all dressed the same in Mid-Eastern clothing coming through the tunnel. They have their relatives coming and they have an experience that is Mid-Eastern. People in India having near-death experiences. They're coming through the tunnel, but they got turbans and they, they're dressed like they are. So, their acceptance of consciousness from where they are goes with them. So, if that is true, because the people in India, they believe certain things. They do certain things. They look certain ways and they accept that. And that's what they take with them. Let's revert that back to here. If we believe certain things, if we do certain things, we take that with us. Why should we not believe really good things? and do certain things, which means do the right thing. Lying, cheating, stealing, plundering, and murdering, that's not the good thing. Oh, I should quit talking about government now. But it is not the right thing to do. And we know it. When we know it, we create a paradox in our mind that holds us back. The more we think positive, the more we do positive, visualize positive thing, and keep doing that every day, it imposes itself as a positive vibration on the body that raises your vibration. So when your time comes, that is what you will see and experience after you drop the body. So, how do I know that? Well, as an astro traveler, I have found that when I go out of the body, there is other people there, there is things there, there is entities out there. We call them ghosts, most of us. I have them in the house here. They live here. 
They're called shadow people. I see them at the edge of my field of vision. They're there. But they don't bother me. I don't bother them. And we kind of get along. Most houses have these things. Especially if it's an older house like this one. So if we design our so-called afterlife while we're already here. We should get to it. But never start thinking about a date or a year because that could be inserted into the equation that goes with the consciousness into the creative future. And this will benefit us here, and it will benefit us after. But this is not a rule that is locked in stone, because there are always wild cards. One of those wild cards, I'll tell you. I know somebody here in Tucson that told me in confidence. He was a sniper for the U.S. Army over in Vietnam. And I think he told me he had something like about 20 verified kills of people that he shot in cold blood because he was told to do it only. He had no beef or no problem with that person. He was just told to shoot him. And he knew after he came back, he found religion and religion, the Western religion, tell you that if you do stuff like that, you're going to this place downstairs, you know, next to the furnace, you know, the one with the dark and there's a lot of fire and you get to roll around on the fire and burn for eternity. That's what he believed. But then he had a near-death experience and he never saw any of that. He only saw light and he felt love and he met, I think it was his, both of his parents. They told him that you're not supposed to be here yet. You got to go back. You got more work to do. You know, a short way to explain that is that he came back. And he was not worried about the place downstairs anymore because he knew he had seen what is to come later. So I think there is more to it than just what we create in our mind. There may be some other arrangements that is done outside of your consciousness that has also an impact on what's happening afterwards. But for the majority of people, they get what they have vision it to be here. That's why that as an astral traveler, when you leave the physical, going into the lower astral worlds, you see people there. And they are hungry for information, hungry for to communicate with someone because they see you as something different than them because, well, you have the cord connecting you to the body for one thing. And 
they are very needy. And they come up to you and they want to ask questions. They want to tell you things. Tell my wife I'm okay, but I don't know what. where am I? What's going on? Or some would say, what's going on? Why? How come my family won't talk to me anymore? There's all kinds of weird questions like that. And that is usually the kind of people that hang around there in the lower astral worlds are the ones that had very little, if any, spiritual knowledge. In other words, atheists and people that, can you say, maybe was religious and then they left and they say, I want nothing to do with it anymore. It's just... Those are the, usually the ones that get caught because once they drop the body, they don't know what to do. They've been thinking there was nothing afterwards and now they find out, wow, was I wrong? Now what do I do? So think about that. We are only here for a short time. We don't know how long that time is. It could end tomorrow afternoon at 3.15 in the afternoon, or it could be another 200 years for some of us that discover how to stop the aging process. But in conclusion, I want to say we have a lot more control what happens afterwards. Be concerned about what we leave in our mind and is most prevalent in our mind because that will create our reality here as well as afterwards. Don't let other people think for you. Think for yourself. If you start talking to a let's say a uh, family member or extended family member, maybe a brother-in-law even, and you start talking about spiritual thing and their eyes glaze over and they just don't, they're not with you, leave them alone. Stay with your own thoughts. You don't want their comments to get stuck in your head. Be very protective of what you allow in your mind because that affects your life, not just your existence here. There's probably more I should say, but I'm not so sure I can think of it right now. And that is... When it comes to the so-called afterlife, there isn't anything like that either because there is only one continuous life. What we have here is a mentally projected illusion from the mind-created universe coming through our, our consciousness and placed in front of you and around you for you to have experiences for the purpose of spiritual growth. 
the physical reality really isn't all that important. It's the spiritual growth that is important. Yeah, I, I think that'll do it. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell so you can know when the next videos are coming out. And until then, be good to each other.